Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take a few minutes, share a cup of tea together, and we are hopefully able to gain some encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by English Breakfast Tea from Celestial Seasonings. Taking the highest quality black teas from Assam and Kenya for a robust, full-bodied brew with a bright floral note, then stir in a touch of imagination and you'll be on your way to merry old England. So sit back with your cup of tea and let's relax together for a few minutes as we see where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning, a warm teacup welcome once again to all those who are joining us. I was noticing that this is the second week in a row that I've actually had a cup of our feature tea uh, on recording day, so uh, that's pretty fun. I hope that uh, you have a chance to try some of these that we mention. As we move ahead this week to our next beatitude, I, I realize that our next week is going to wrap up this section of Tea Time Study. I pray that it has been enlightening and yet challenging for you as it has for me. And of course, today is going to be no different, I think. Join me as we dive into God's Word once again as we continue through Christ's Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5. I hope that you've got your Bibles handy. You can turn to it again. We'll begin reading with verse 1 and we'll read down through verse 9 today. Matthew chapter 5. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. And then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Your translation there might say children of God. Uh, Certainly sons uh, is not uh, defining just for uh, males, but certainly for both male and female. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called children again of God. Let's think about this for a minute. What causes war instead of peace? Okay, maybe not war, but struggle or strife. What causes that struggle, that strife, instead of there being peace? Well, I think if we're honest, we do. James 4, what causes fights and quarrels among you, James asked. James, the half-brother of Jesus, I might add. But he then answered his own question, don't they come from your desires that battle within you? If you really get to the root of it, it is our refusal to resolve conflict, our stubbornness, if you will, to bend our will. Because let's face it, the battle is usually found in most circumstances to be a battle of wills. So what's the secret to conflict resolution? Or even is there one? Well, a word that we don't like to use, but 
is very appropriate for this setting. Compromise. Compromise is probably the biggest key in showing peace, but it can most often be extremely difficult. That's the part that peacemakers play. Before you draw a line in the sand and prepare for that battle, whether it's with your wife, your spouse, your children, a business competitor, perhaps it's your worst enemy, we must first think carefully of consequences and ask the question, is it worth it? Have you discovered in your life that it's far easier to, quote, make war than to make peace? I think that's one of the lessons that we often learn too late is that it is not only hard to keep the peace, but many times, in many ways, it's more difficult to bring peace where there doesn't seem to have been any. For a peacemaker to be called a son of God or child of God, we must desire to be a peacemaker. To be one, however, is going to take some hard work. As I said again, uh, the Lord has certainly been teaching us through this time together. And that's really been uh, His theme as we've journeyed through the Beatitudes, hasn't it? We are to be constantly working on our spiritual selves to be more Christ-like. Now, the cool thing is, and I read this somewhere, about being clay in the potter's hand. Well, that's Jeremiah 18.6. Look as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand. The peacemaker is going to take work, but we have the strength, the ability the character to do that because of Christ in us. Now, the word peacemaker, the beauty of this compound word is that it takes the word peace and adds it to a word for doing a, or practicing. The word maker is active, a peacemaker. That means you've got to do something. The peacemaker is someone who will reconcile people. They'll, he'll, he, she, they will reconcile people with God as well as with one another. Peacemaking, as such, is going to require the initiative to get involved in the midst of conflict, but, with the, but only with the intention of building bridges between any parties that are at odds. Scripture clearly teaches us that to bring about peace that we have to do. Peacemaker. Think about that. An example of taking action. God's choice to reconcile man to himself by sending his only son, Jesus, to serve as our sacrifice. That's right. Our sacrifice for our sins. Here in Matthew 5, verse 9, the Greek translation of peacemaker is a word that is used to describe an actively proclaiming God's word person. To actively proclaim his word to reconcile who's listening with God. Hebrews 12, 14 instructs us to make every effort to live in peace. 
So here's a breakdown of Peacemaker in terms that I can understand, but I don't really want to hear. Peacemaking is not being nice. Peacemaking may be being nice, but it's much, much more. It means that we have to step into the conflict. We have to make the first move. And we move toward reconciling that conflict. Think about some peacemakers that we find in Scripture. I'm sure there's many that come to your mind, and each time they would step in to the warring parties. They would initiate when others had wronged them. They would be the ones quick to repent when they had wronged others. The peacemaker. Let's take just a quick peek at our world today. We have many points of conflict. We have political conflict, racial conflict. We have conflict in dealing with what are women's rights with their own body, which ultimately is a conflict, a question of life and death. There's the conflict of sexuality and those who say they weren't born right. There's the conflict of certainly religion. Our world is full of conflict. Now, to some, the conventional wisdom is to believe that we make peace by the avoidance of these issues. But the peacemaker knows that there can be no peace without a healing, and a healing that can only come from the truth of God. There is no healing without these tough conversations. Peacemaking may not... (laughs) Okay, well, let's just keep shooting straight. Peacemaking will not be easy. And sometimes it might even seem impossible. But you and I, as followers of Christ, we are called to seek it. Paul's words for peacemakers, Romans 12, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Matthew chapter 5 verse 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's podcast. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Today we acknowledge that being a peacemaker requires hard work, but we're reminded that we have the strength and ability to bring peace through Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5, 18 and 19 sets this into perspective, saying, Now all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, namely, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. In our relationships with others, we must make the first move to reconciliation, to peace, just as God made the first move towards peace with us. As children of God, we are to be peacemakers because God has made peace with us. We look forward to spending time with you next week, but until then, may your cup overflow with his blessings.